Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off by the Game Day. A little bit of a different yeah. setup here today. Everybody home for Christmas. How was everybody's Christmas, guys? Well, we're Jewish, so we should probably shut the fuck up and let Fleetwood like, Did talk. you Did you do the classic Jewish tradition of eating Chinese food on Christmas Eve, Adam? Yeah, we were snorting MSG. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. People don't know what MSG is. I feel like the, the, the okay. average if person. If you don't know what MSG is, here you go. Every Chinese food you've ever had, it's not because it actually tastes good. It's because we add a little powder in there called MSG, monosodium. Don't know what the G is part. Garden. It's like sugar. Madison, sure, Madison, Madison Square Garden. There yeah, you go. we add Madison Square Garden, mm -hmm. and then it just makes all the food taste that much better. And that's also why you wake up the next morning looking like a fucking balloon. Yep. And that's... I mean, look at me. Look at me. Don't yeah. I look like a balloon right now? You look great. Thanks, that's man. fair, man. I yield my time. Shout out to MSG. Felipe, what did you do to celebrate Jesus' birthday? Hey, uh, that's, that's a great question. I, I got great Italian on Christmas Eve, Woo! great Italian mm. dinner. Um, some uh, black truffle, Ooh. something fettuccine, Ooh. something like, something oh, like that. Might... I had it was, it was great. It was great. It was great. And then Christmas Day, I was that I, a know, black truffle, black truffle fettuccine, or black truffle comma some fettuccine? It was, bro. It was like. No, it wasn't black truffle fettuccine. It was black truffle <laughs> on top of the fettuccine. That's it nice, though. Black truffle and mushroom. Like, it was like, you know, tartufo and fungi. If we want to be very specific. That was, give, do it again. Do it again. No, nah, we're good there. We're good. But then Christmas Day, I, uh, I just laid back, chilled, man. I watched some football like you guys did. I uh, had a lot, of, uh, a lot of sweets. And I feel like garbage today because I'm not used to eating this many sweets. But, you look um, great. but it's been you fun. It's been fun. I'm, yeah, well, I'm covering my stomach, so. I'm so glad. Yeah, well, yeah. Tom, what about you? You look very inflated, Felipe. What did I do? I did have Chinese food Christmas Eve, and then yesterday I watched football. Uh, mm. Watched some football, played some Fortnite, you know, just a usual day. Mm. And uh, I uh, then I went to a billiards bar last night, which was a good time. Hell Got yeah, to watch the second fire. half of the, of the Giants game there, which mm. was uh, upsetting. And then I missed the first half of the Ravens-Niners game because I went to dinner. But uh, mm. I did get to watch all the highlights. I got to see every pick Brock Purdy threw or mm. every pick that happened on the Niners team. I don't know if Brock Purdy threw all those picks, but. Uh, well, there were throw. five. There were five total interceptions. Were there Brock, five? Four, 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 four. Oh, no, Sam no. Darnold there were five total. So, Sam Darnold threw one. Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. But that yeah, doesn't there were five total interceptions. That's Brock fine. Purdy was a merchant of four of them. That's true. We will talk about those. Well, Jack picked. The, I mean, Jack had this thing planned all along, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you just knew this is. The, I'm going to leave at this point yep. when he's going to have his worst game of the season, and Felipe is going to come back on the pod and absolutely ream him an entirely new butthole. <laughs> so this was this whole thing was planned out. It's it's honestly fucked up. He already has a new butthole. He lives in San Francisco. I'm just going to penetrate it. <laughs> Oh, just like the Ravens D did to Brock Purdy. All right, well, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about that 49ers and Ravens oh. game. Um, I mean, a lot came out of that game, both playoff implications. I mean, of course, both these teams are in the playoffs, but seeding-wise, I guess it was important. And just in terms of big play, big game, potential Super Bowl matchup, um, mm. what are the biggest takeaways from this game from you guys? Mm. Felipe, you want me to go first? I mean, sure. <laughs> I needed a fucking loss. Like, what the fuck? The San Francisco, you fraudulent fuck. Yeah, they're. Right, I'm not gonna go as far yeah, to say San Francisco oh, is fraudulent, oh. but they're not as high and mighty as we thought they were. Who? They're a strong team, the 49ers. They're a strong team, and we knew that. And when they're at full strength, they're very good. But. We said it all year, and I always said this when we were talking about the Cowboys versus Niners. Like, the Niners at full strength, they're they're much better. But you you can't ever guarantee full strength, especially heading into the playoffs. It's a long season, and when they're down, we saw them lose three straight earlier in the year, and they had some injuries yesterday. Trent Williams going down didn't obviously weren't at full strength, and they got destroyed by this Ravens team. And part of that destruction was four interceptions by Brock Purdy. What this showed is that Brock Purdy does not carry this team. Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy is a product of a great system that they have, and he plays very well when everything is going right. But how does he play when everything is not going right, right? Like, how, does, can he overcome some 
some unfortunate event, events, injuries, um, mm. some mistakes by other players. No, he's not that type of quarterback to overcome those things. We saw four interceptions yesterday. Three of them were very bad. One was a great play by the defender, but I should add that that great play by the defender, the screen pass that was tipped and intercepted, we've given other quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson. Uh, Lamar Actually, Lamar Jackson had one of those against the Browns when the Ravens lost to the Browns, and Adam and Jack were both on the podcast. RIP, Jack. RIP. But Adam <laughs> and Jack were both on the podcast saying, yo, Lamar played like shit. What about that interception at the end that lost in the game? It was that exact interception to Miles Garrett. It was that exact same interception. So we're not gonna if we're gonna give Lamar shit for that, we got to give it to Brock as well. That's cool. four interceptions. Brock is a huge reason the 49ers lost. And if this team is not in full strength, come to playoffs, they can lose to anybody. That's my takeaway. Okay. Okay. So I so, see I see the 49ers loss in a completely different light. I, I truly do. Because I don't see uh, there were four interceptions from Brock, and yes, it was Brock's worst game as an NFL starting quarterback. But the four interceptions are not on Brock Purdy. One interception, that first one, is on Brock Purdy. Three of the, two three of them of, were three of them, them were, were very clearly three of them two were of them very were tipped, clearly. and one of them was hit. His hand was hit. Now, but granted, you, realize you throw the, it into a tip. You throw it into a tipped a tipped pass, like okay. But like, you, there's a difference between making a quarter. There's a difference between a quarterback making a bad read, and that's like you shouldn't have made that read, and then it just gets tipped. It's unfortunate events. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, they, the Niners lost because of Brock Purdy. I think the Niners lost because they just absolutely got manhandled by a team that we did not think, or at least you thought, we did not think met up with the Niners. We thought the 49ers were this indestructible, indestructible team. And clearly the 49ers can be beat, not just by like a Brock having a bad game or bad drops or a defense underperforming, but by purely being out physical is what I see. So mm. when it comes to the Niners, like what happened is in that I, I, I was losing what I, I like was going to say. No, I like it. It's good. But the 49ers going into the half were down four points and had three turnovers. The Ravens left so many more points on the board. So I don't look at this and just say to myself, like, like the Ravens came out in the second half and just absolutely beat down on the 49ers. The loss is not on, frankly, the loss is not on Brock Purdy. The loss is on the entire team naturally because, and I think Kyle Shanahan, like, Kyle Shanahan has never won a game down in the fourth quarter. Like that to me is a worrisome stat. Horrible. Like, I I don't know what the specific number was. Maybe I think we've read a stat where it's like down three. Maybe they've come back. I thought they said on the broadcast last night that the 49ers have never won under the Kyle Shanahan era Went down in the fourth. That's concerning, but they were down four points at the half and then injuries started to trickle in. We've always said if the Niners can't stay healthy, these injuries are going to affect the team. And so, yes, maybe you're right. Brock Purdy's MVP candidate, MVP season kind of dwindled right there and then, right? The odds went to plus 1,400. Yeah. But with that being said, it did prove, unfortunately, it for sure proved that Brock Purdy is benefiting from the team in the amazing. There's nothing wrong with that. But when Brock's not playing at his best and he's trying to overcome drops and these INTs and has to do too much, has to bring them back, this 49ers team can't necessarily win now that's not to say that this 49ers team isn't fucking deadly still going into the playoffs let's clarify that yeah yeah absolutely I mean I also you're saying Felipe that and I agree with you that like if the system fails the Niners are the best system in football we know that we've been saying that all year if the system fails Brock Purdy's gonna fail but I don't think that affects necessarily his contention for MVP I know the odds immediately jumped and immediately went down but Brock Purdy is still like leading the league in a lot of stats like he is. Look at all the stats. Don't worry. I have them for you. Still first in okay, passer Jack, rating. Go crazy. Still go first crazy, in passer Jack. rating. Still second in passing touchdowns. Still second in yards. First in yards per attempt. First in yards per completion. And tied for second in wins. Like the guy still is still having an MVP caliber season. The, he should not. Yep. He should not be dropping as low and as quickly just because of these. Four he INTs. Should, he, sh- he should be, and he is. No, but he, he shouldn't. Is. I'm saying he shouldn't be. You're right. The 49ers had a bad game. Lots of quarterbacks have bad games. Patrick Mahomes has a bad game last year. He still goes on to win MVP. This was Brock Purdy's first terrible game, right? No. We haven't seen no. any terrible game he's out of Brock three, Purdy. He's had, three bad, he's had three bad games. This year. Before this, when they had a three-game losing skid. And they've won 11 wins. And they've won 11 games, right? No, well, no, here's, well, here's, they've played well most of the year. I agree with you. Well, go ahead, Adam. 
Well, here's the, the difference between the Brock or any MVP candidate is that we said going into this stretch that there were two quarterbacks that were leading the MVP race in Dak and Brock Purdy, and both are going to yep. have an opportunity to frankly lose it and win yep. it. If you keep yep. keep this up, if you play against Baltimore on primetime and you have two touchdowns, 250 yards, you guys win handedly, then you're going to win the MVP. But if you lose it, if you play poorly, you are going to lose your chance at the MVP. So Brock plays poorly and not just like poorly, like, like shit with four INTs and zero touchdowns. Like that's his worst game statistically. That's going to plummet his chances. Dak then comes into Miami. Shout out to the poor We're going to talk about them eventually. But Dak doesn't have this MVP-like game. That's going to hurt his chances. And then we see it on uh, the inverse of that is Lamar like plays well, but doesn't go berserk. And now is the leading MVP candidate, right? And I do have thoughts on like the whole MVP situation. Wouldn't matter. But I, I totally course, agree with you. Of course. But this, this loss took Brock Purdy out of the MVP race. It did, unfortunately. And frankly, it probably also took Dak Prescott out of the MVP race when he lost to the Dolphins. That's just how it works, unfortunately. So Yeah, but 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 here's the thing with Brock, right? The the Niners, we knew this was going to be a test. And they've had multiple tests this year. The Cowboys were the first test past that. They the, the Eagles later, they, they were another test they passed that. Now they have the Ravens and every single year is the game of the year because the Niners keep Climbing and, and keep beating those and checking off those those check marks that we say like are they really an amazing team and is Brock really this amazing quarterback? And then this week they had to do it against the Ravens and the fact that this was on national TV this was the biggest game of the week. You have to win this game. You're yeah. playing for the NFC while the Eagles are sputtering a little bit. Like you're playing for the yeah. NFC. You want to go win, and yeah. now you're playing one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best defense. You're playing another quarterback who's also an MVP candidate, and you go out, and you don't, you not only lose, but as as the quarterback of that team, you throw four interceptions, and you look terrible. Zero touchdowns with a supporting catch that we all say is the best in the league. You do that. That's why it's so bad. It's because of the spotlight. It's, it's about when it happened, and it's also about how it happened. Like, they got destroyed, and while – a lot of us haven't given Brock the full credit that some people think he deserves, like Jack thinks he deserves because of the team around him. That also serves as when you lose, then like this under under the same principle, you shouldn't lose by as bad. You shouldn't you're you're the supporting cast around you that gets the credit when that should get more credit when you win. Like they're also supposed to be keeping you around when you play horrible. And so he played that bad that his supporting cast that is so great around him couldn't even keep him around in this game. They lost by, what, like two, double digits. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's worrisome if you're the Niners. That's that's my whole thing. Uh, nah, no, I don't think anyone's disagreeing that it's worrisome. I, I totally agree. What I also got out of this game, which Jack has been preaching, which I had not seen to the same degree, is that Brock Purdy right. actually does deliver the ball way better than anyone gives him credit for. And, like, forget the stats for a second. Like Jack said, I got to be the eye test guy now. In that first half, he was making throws downfield. George Kittle was dominating that first drive. Like, Debo, he hit Debo in stride, like, 20 yards down the field. You're right. His supporting cast wasn't doing anything. They were doing none of that yak shit that, he, that we usually expect them to do. Debo wasn't taking those, those screen passes down, down, you know, all the way downfield. But he was dotting guys in stride. Kittle had a great game. I think he had, like, 125 yards or something, 115 maybe. Like, yeah, Brock Purdy's got the talent. Forget those stats. Forget the interceptions for a second. For a second, like watching this game, like he was. There were moments there where he was showing flashes of actual greatness, and like I am starting to really ride that Brock Purdy train more it than I was before this game. What'd you say? It took you a game where you threw four interceptions to ride yeah. the Brock Purdy yes. train. Bro. <laughs> yes. What? Absolutely. You know he's playing, he's playing the Ravens defense. The Ravens defense is the best defense in the league. Matt doesn't credit. Look, that shouldn't, well, that shouldn't be a, an argument of like, you got to play well. Obviously, you have to play well against the good teams as well in order to be considered one of the greats. But I'm just saying, I never, I never watched Brock Purdy and saw anything like, holy shit, he can actually throw. Whereas because of the yak shit, I've been on that yak argument. He's got all these supporting guys. But last night, there was none of that. He had no support doing that. And he no got one, destroyed. I, and he got that's destroyed. True. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there were there was none of the yak, but there was some of the uh, yards yards the air air yards air yards air yards no yeah. air, and and, air yards. and Brock look we've given credit as well he's up there amongst the top in air yards per attempt everything like that yeah but what we also saw last week is that he's in the top ten of most inaccurate passes per passes thrown as well so he's off target a lot 
And when you play a great defense like the Ravens' defense is, and they're better than the Cowboys' defense, and they're better than the Eagles' defense, then and they are able to capitalize on those off-target throws, what you're going to see is four interceptions. Now, is he going to see another great defense that can challenge him like the Ravens did last night? I don't know if he's going to see that in the playoffs, maybe until they get to the Super Bowl if the Ravens end up making it. But that is – it's just the defense capitalizing on inopportune throws, like the the mistargeted – or the, the inaccurate throws, I should say, were evident last night. Even though, like last week, I think it was good timing that we ran off those stats because clearly he's one of the least accurate quarterbacks in the league. The Brock Purdy storyline is comical to me at this point because last year, heading into the playoffs, the question was, is Brock Purdy actually a starter? What can yeah. he actually do, regardless of how he plays? Now he goes to a full fucking season as one of the leading MVP candidates, and now it's he's not an MVP candidate. Like, let's just talk about... He's still an MVP candidate. No, Whether let's, he's let's the leader talk. or not, he's still an I'm, MVP candidate. I'm with you, but I, I just think it's I think it's hilarious to me that at one point, literally this time last year, we were questioning whether or not Brock Purdy was a starter. And at the next following year, a full 365 yeah. days later, we're questioning, is he even an MVP? Like, regardless oh, of yeah, being too. an MVP or not, Brock Purdy is a fucking bona fide starter in this league. Brock Purdy is the guy that will get the Niners to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl if they do get there. And so, yes, he played poorly, but, like, we could poke fun at all these little things for, like, having one bad game when all of our quarterbacks have bad games all the damn fucking time and they lose shit. Like, the Niners are going to be completely fine. I ain't worried about the Niners at all. Like, I'm more impressed with the Ravens. Like, let's flip the fucking channel. Like, this Baltimore Ravens team is fucking legit. Like yeah. with with a lack of weapons, right? Like Leap, I know you've been on the Ravens all year, but let me just let me just give you your flowers. Like you've been You're on Zay this flowers. hype train, right? Like Zay. the fact that Zay, like Z- this was the first game to me where Zay Flowers looked like a bona fide one. Yeah, he was awesome. like his body doesn't fit it, right? Like his type, yeah, his, the way he plays, but just like yeah. some of the things he was doing to Charvarius Ward, like some of the just like his ability to move like with Lamar, like that felt like a bona fide one to me. So if Zay Flowers can play like that then this Ravens team can actually win the Super Bowl. But if he doesn't, like the fact that they didn't really see a, a larger amount from the supporting cast, that does worry me a little bit. But that defense is fucking legit. That defense can definitely carry the, the Ravens to the Super Bowl. The Ravens are the real deal, man. I I said it last week. You guys are you guys are disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. Capital D-I-S. Because you guys aren't being respectful. Very disrespectful to this Ravens team who – have played very well all year, and the games that they have lost have been, like, marginal, bro, like that Browns game. The Ravens should have won that game, giving up leads. Like, it is what it is, those games that they lost, but the games that they have won, they've been as dominant as any other team, and we haven't wanted to give it to them all year, but they're like that. And and Lamar now, obviously the MVP favorite, and I think deservedly so. He's played very well all year, but, again, it's one of those situations where he doesn't need to put up crazy stats. Uh, to to win, well, like that team is good. I and feel like that's also a that's also a testament to the NFL this year. There is no like, and that's I why we we keep that. shuffling each week. One week it's Dak, one week it's Brock, one week it's Lamar, one week it's Tua, one week it's Tyreek. Like every week, there's another guy who's like, this is the guy yeah. who should be MVP. It's just entirely recency bias, in my opinion. I, of like I, this week they had a great is, week. There's there no, no one having an awesome year. There is no there is no quarterback deserving of the MVP. Now, if we want to go purely off of That's stats, if we go purely off of stats, I agree. Dak and Brock were doing that. Pure stats, right? Like just pure quarterback stats. Frankly, two of jo- stats are better than Lamar. Josh so Allen, too. Lamar. Josh Allen as well. Lamar is the most valuable player on arguably the best team in the NFL right now. I understand. That's the award. It's the most valuable player award. However, what you are signifying to the rest of the NFL, even though it is the most important position, is that you don't matter outside of the quarterback. Like Lamar's stats are not EPA per play, he's outside the top 10. You want to talk about his, like, I think it's his yards, he's, like, 14th. Like, I have a bunch of stats that I wanted to go into because I don't believe, like, I get that Lamar should be the favorite right now because just the way the team is playing. We're super recent with how he's, like, with doing it in San Francisco. I totally understand it, but I don't think, like, Lamar is a lock to win the MVP. I don't at all. And, frankly, I think the MVP is going to be settled really in this next week. Because I think if we want to go just strictly off of quarterback play, like two is right there with them. Two has more passing yards. He's first in passing yards, 26 touchdowns, 10 INTs. He's second in passer rating, like first in completion percentage, second best record, second in yards per attempt. We look at Lamar. He's 15th in passing yards, 14th in touchdowns, like eighth in passer rating, 11th in EPA per play. 
Like, yes, I get his rushing stats, five touchdowns, 786 rushing yards. Totally understand that. But if we want to just take the all-encompassing stats, over the last couple of years, 2022, Mahomes had 5,200 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, 12 INTs. Passer rating was 105.2. 2021, Rodgers, 4,100 passing yards, 37 TDs, four INTs. 111 passer rating, 2020 Rodgers. Like the list goes on and on of guys that threw for more than 3,700 passing yards and more than like 30 passing touchdowns. Lamar has 19 passing touchdowns. Yeah. Like this dude is the best player on the best team right now. And that's why he would get the MVP. But the MVP is going to be settled this coming week. If the Dolphins beat the Ravens, it's either going to go to Tyreek or Tua, depending on how they play. If Lamar wins and they get the number one seed, Lamar's going to get the MVP. But there is no shoe in and lock. To win the no, MVP this year. Oh, no, there's absolutely not. It's just this. It's just right now. After this week, Lamar. He's a, the Lamar yeah. He's it. the front runner. He he's earned it. I, I agree. I get it. I, I, agree. I, I totally understand that. I just don't think he should be. There's no. There's no quarterback that's playing literally like the most valuable player. Because if we want to just go pure stats and record, it was Dak there, and Brock Purdy to me. No, it's, it's so different though. That's why like you can't. It's not one to one stats. 10 touchdowns doesn't equate 10 touchdowns for this quarterback and that quarterback. Like, it's different. We have to look at situation. Brock's stats are inflated because of the team he has. Dak Prescott. Sure. Or, but, Dak, like, you're still performing. Like, so if Dak and, and Brock's stats are very similar, let's say, and because they were for the most part, a lot of them very similar, where Brock was one in pass rating, Dak was two, and, like, all this type of stuff. If they're very similar, then we have to look at situation. And who has the better situation? Who's doing more? Who's more valuable for their team? Which team would be worse if the quarterback wasn't there? Clearly, the Cowboys would be way worse without Dak Prescott yeah. than the Niners would be without Brock Purdy. I so this that. quarterback, Dak Prescott, has a better case for MVP. And it's the same thing with the Baltimore Ravens. If they lose Lamar Jackson, bro, I don't know what they're doing with Tyler Huntley. Like, I, I don't know how good they're going to be. We know the, the 49ers are going to be okay. And I think that's – so we can't compare just stats. And I, I, I agree. Two I, 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 okay. have Tua has a chance because if Tua goes out and beats the Ravens this week, which I don't think they will do. I don't think yeah. they have a shot in doing that, but let's say they do. They beat the and Cowboys. then they go out in week 18 and they beat the Buffalo Bills. Tua's, it's either be Tua or Tyreek. But I, right now it's Lamar Jackson, and, and, and you can't just look at stats. Let me ask you I, something, I though, Felipe. You're saying, though, like that, that's a good point of like, yes, without Dak, the Cowboys would be shit. Without Lamar, the Ravens would be shit. Dak Prescott has better stats than Lamar Jackson as a quarterback right now. Yeah. So he should be the MVP front runner, in my opinion. If we're looking yeah. at it like that, if that's the yeah. logic we're looking at, then Dak should be the, the MVP. Not but that's Lamar. why I come back to that's why I come back to like there's no quarterback right now that to me feels like like we're talking most valuable player. If we want to talk most valuable player, this might be the first year where it shouldn't go to a quarterback. Look what CMC was able to do. You yeah. take CMC off of that, even though we've said that running game. You could anyone could thrive there. We've seen other guys thrive there. You take CMC out there. I don't know how lethal is. He was the only thing they had besides George Kittle last night. That's true. You take Tyreek out of the Dolphins. Like, granted, Waddle was still able to perform against the Jets and they won 30 to nothing, but you take Tyreek out of that Dolphins offense. Not many people are, are as afraid of that Dolphins offense. Not even close. So that's why I'm saying, like, I don't believe that the quarterback is locked in. Unfortunately, this would be the only fucking year where you can say, like, there are other more valuable positions. And frankly, I agree with that. someone else deserves it outside of Lamar. Like, again, if Lamar was up here throwing 30 passing touchdowns or having act like actually playing well, like he's playing better than his stats say is kind of what I would say about yeah. Lamar. Like he's controlling the game. And frankly, I don't think Lamar gives a fuck about the MVP, but I don't think there's any quarterback that deserves the MVP right now. It's just going to come down to who's the quarterback on the best fucking team with the best record and the best chances to make the Super Bowl. If the Dolphins go out and get the one seed, it'll be two, even though Tyreek might be more deserving. If it's the Ravens and they get the one seed, it'll be Lamar. If the Cowboys somehow get the one seed and Dak over these next two games has a Dak, you know, back-to-back -back type of week like he had in like week seven to eight or whatever, he's going to go win the MVP. But I will say because of this game with Brock, he's got no chance to win the MVP. Yeah. I agree with that. I still think he has a chance, but I, I, I he's, he still I don't has think he all, does. He I, but like, I, I, Tyreek <laughs> should have heavy consideration. I agree. That I agree with. Christian McCaffrey should have heavy consideration. If we're fans, but because – I was just going to say, if we're fans, because of what you just said, Adam, because there is no quarterback that is just, like, clear front runner, best quarterback this year, like, best player, best stats, I think as fans, we want to see Tyreek Hill or Christian McCaffrey win MVP. Yeah. That would be like, way more exciting – 
for me as a fan. I'm a casual. I'm not a stats guy. I'm not a numbers guy. I'm just a guy who likes to watch football. And let's shake it up a little bit. Give Tyreek the MVP. Give Christian McCaffrey the MVP for all I care. I just think it would be a like, lot more fun to finally go back to giving a skill position player that chance to, we, to be the most valuable player in the NFL. So I saw a crazy time, stat that NFL. 20 Lamar stats this year, and it was shout out to, I think it was like Bangalorean on Twitter or someone. Lamar's stats this year are identical to like Andy Dalton in 2015 or something. Now, granted, the league's different and, and what's happened, but it was like both teams were the the, vault, the the Bengals were like 10 and 2 or something. And now Andy Dalton was having an MVP type season. I'm not, this is, it's just more so to put context behind like if you want to look at Daniel Jones's stats of last year to Lamar's of this year right now through these, you know, 16 games or whatever it's been Daniel like. Daniel Jones only granted, threw 15 is, touchdowns. Oh, he sucks. far better and, and whatnot. But, like, I'm just saying, stats have to matter at some point. And the, it's not to necessarily knock down Lamar. It's to knock down the position winning the award, if that makes sense. It's a great point you make, Adam. Also, I just wanted to bring this up at one point. Lamar is now 20-1 and one against the NFC. That's crazy. And his one loss is two. Giants. Giants. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Come Let's on. Wait, only, I, I, the only again, quarterback like, in the NFC to ever beat Lamar Jackson is Daniel Jones. So. I understand Lamar. So Daniel Jones like, MVP. Should be the favorite. Lamar's the most valuable player on the best team. But like we, yeah. we need to have context to who there are other players that they're most that are super valuable. And I think we've seen that with the contracts, right? Like wide receivers are being paid out the wazoo. Running backs are not. And maybe CMC is making a case for like if you are a groundbreaking running back, a game changer, a game breaker, then you deserve these big bucks. But yeah, I don't think there's any quarterback that's like locked into win that MVP. It's just going to be, hey, who's the quarterback on the best team? And frankly, I think that's a fucked way to give it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk? I'm just saying, like, uh, it, it, I, it frustrates I, I me. Have, I, I, yeah, I don't have anything to add. I, like, we, we, we broke it down. I think Lamar deserves it right now. If the Dolphins go out and win the next couple games, which is perfect because they play the Ravens this week. This is amazing. Like, we have nothing to complain about as NFL yeah. fans because we're going to get to see – who yeah. really deserves it? And yeah. I think Tyreek deserves it if the Dolphins win the next couple games. I definitely think he does because I, I personally haven't seen Tua step up in big games. Like this game against the Cowboys, he didn't necessarily step up. The run game was great. And their Daniel defense. Their great. defense was great. And their defense stepped up. So for me, I think Tyreek deserves it in that case. But look, if the Ravens went out the next couple games, I think Lamar is 100% deserving. All of right. The well, let's talk about that Dolphins-Cowboys game. Uh, who wants to start, kids? Actually, you know what? I'll start because I'm the unbiased party here. What do I have to say about this game? <laughs> the Cowboys are obviously not as good as we thought they were. Clearly. And, and, say it, say it. <laughs> and the Dolphins are, are good? What else do you want me to say? That's wrong. The Dolphins That's are great. Wrong. And no, this is what I was going to say is that I think. Is someone going to be truthful here? Is someone going to be I was just going to say we're sleeping on the Dolphins defense as well. That's the other oh, thing. God. Is we get, hey, we are. Respect. We think about them as just a high-octane offense, as just a, you know, burn the guys deep type of thing or have Tyreek make some crazy juke move to get past you and Tua makes a nice, accurate throw. By the way, Tua, fucking beautiful to watch sometimes. That deep ball to, to, to Waddle, what a dime. Oh, my God. What a dime. Um, yeah, you talk about accuracy. I mean, that was crazy. But we're sleeping on the Dolphins' defense, I think, because Dak Prescott, yeah, CeeDee Lamb still had a good game, but he was silent for two of the four quarters. I, I don't think he touched yeah. the ball in the second or third quarter, I saw. No, after the first quarter, CD was he pretty was much, pretty much he, he silent. Maton, yeah. I, Bradley I Chubb is fucking you, lit to watch. Maton, too. I appreciate you giving flowers, and I don't mean to do it exactly how I'm about to do this, but I need to hear it from Lipe because you've <laughs> given the Dolphins flowers. It's so fair. Felipe frankly said... The Dolphins' asses are going to be kicked by the Dallas Cowboys. And you know what happened? <laughs> the opposite. We kicked their fucking ass. Yeah. Well, the score doesn't say otherwise we won by a field goal. But if, if, <laughs> it, you Adam, your point. face Sleep went in. frozen there on the stream when you said kick their fucking ass <laughs> like you were pointing, you know, like Uncle Sam type of thing. <laughs> it was good. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. All right. Felipe, you got something for me, bud? Uh, I An would, apology? I was – well – no. Here, yes. I'll start with this. I was wrong about the outcome of this game. I was wrong about. I, so was I. No, no, no. I was wrong about one team. Oh no! I was. I wasn't wrong about the Dolphins. The Dolphins are who we thought they were. They're going to go into the playoffs and lose in the first round. But 
this game was was a good game for the Dolphins. It was a good game where they took advantage, where, where they took advantage of a fullback number forty who who's getting his first touches of the year on the Cowboys. Doesn't know how to take a handoff, fumbles it on the first on 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 what was it like first and one, goal from the one yard Loop-key? line. What's his name? Yeah, Lukey, whatever Loop-key. his name is. And then, <laughs> and then the Dolphins from there, the game script was in their favor. Absolutely. Look. This Cowboys offensive line looked terrible against the Bills. It looked terrible again against the Dolphins. So if you're worried about anything with Dallas, it's the offensive line. Bradley Chubb was unblocked on half the plays. He was going straight to Dak. Dak had no time to throw. And Dak, frankly, made his MVP case. He drove the Cowboys down the field in the, at the end of that game against this really good Dolphins defense, who I think is underrated, but we've talked about the, the Dolphins defense is pretty good this year. Dak goes and throws one of the best passes I've seen all year to Brandon Cook's double coverage back corner of the end zone. That should have been the game winner, but this Cowboys defense couldn't stop the run just like they couldn't against the Bills. So, frankly, I give the Dolphins credit because they took the game script that the Bills did and they just replicated it. Let's run down the Cowboys' throats and let's and and and, and let's just rush the passer because their offensive line clearly has flaws. Adam. And they were able to do what the Bills did. The Cowboys' offense couldn't do anything against the Bills. They didn't have time to throw the ball, and defensively they couldn't stop the run. The Dolphins did the same exact thing. So, I think the Dolphins are a good team. Uh, they, they're a team that you can't like sleepwalk into, uh, which obviously the Cowboys offensive line did at least, and definitely the defense. And then, and, and they can beat a team. If you do, if, if a team does sleep against the Dolphins, the, the Dolphins will win. Now the Cowboys, on the other hand, uh, you gotta, you gotta shore up these, the, the run defense and you gotta figure out the offensive line. I know Tyron Smith wasn't playing, which was a huge problem. Uh, but you might not have them in the playoffs. It's like what we say about the Niners. They're not definitely going to be full strength. You never know how strong you're going to be. And uh, the Cowboys were outcoached on, on what was it, Saturday, I guess, Sunday? Mm-hmm. They were outcoached on Sunday. And um, the Dolphins were the better team. That's all it was. There's nothing that – there's not too much to analyze. Adam, Adam, what you, what have, you, what you have, have such a big forehead, even with the hat on. You were leaning up real nice and close to that camera there. And it was just – you got a lot of – I could see your pores. So this idea that the Dolphins replicated what the Bills did, the Bills went off for, what, 200 rushing yards? The Dolphins ran for 91. We didn't even break 100, okay? Two or three for 284. Yeah, Leap A. Yeah, Leap A. So what you this want, idea huh? that we just replicated huh? and dominated on the ground is a, is a fallacy. The Dolphins won this game because of their defense. And frankly, all season, yeah. I've been saying that the reason the Dolphins can make a real Super Bowl run is because of the caliber defense that they have. And frankly, they've lost Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips. But – Yep. The (laughs) Dolphins' defense showed up. The Dolphins won this game because of their defense. It's the same reason that we saw Baltimore be able to win in San Francisco because they have a defense that can completely out-physical a team with a fantastic offense. And that's what happened with Miami and Dallas. So Miami has an offense very similar to Baltimore that can match their defense. They they do, and (laughs) the greatest football team. So I think this idea that the Dolphins, like, they just replicated what they did, and that's why they won. No, the Dolphins absolutely – Granted, the, the, they should have won this game if the Dolphins were for real. I think we all should take a step uh, a step back for a second, take a second to congratulate my team on beating a team above 500. Mazel tov. Merry Christmas. Big win, big win. My dad was crying, and I'm not was lying he? about that. My dad, my dad cried. My dad cried. You have to understand there's a lot of context there. It's the first time the Dolphins have clinched a playoff berth this early on in the season, even though it's very late, right? So we, we haven't had that. But I think this Dolphins team is fucking legit. And many people don't want to believe it because it's like Tyreek with Tua. But they were missing Jalen Waddle. Like, they are out Jalen Phillips. And Dallas comes in, and frankly, this felt like a very heavyweight type of battle where pound for pound, someone's going to make one punch, one move there, and then you're just going to come back. It didn't feel like this high-flying where everyone thinks of this Miami Dolphins team as this offense that's just going to run away with things. Sometimes you're going to need your kicker to kick five fucking field goals and win the game. Sometimes you're going to need your defense to go out and win it. And sometimes you're going to need your offense to go out there and win it as well. And I think the Dolphins have all three phases locked in, which is why the Dolphins are a real fucking team going into the playoffs and now losing in the first fucking round, Felipe Fontes. Thank you very much. I owned your ass. And now hold my butt. First off, first off. The Dolphins' offense did not look great. It they didn't did. look great at all. That's my point. They got Tyreek going. They got Tyreek going in the second half. Finally, and outside of Tyreek, the, the kicker, your, your kicker is Waddle was good. Waddle was good. Your no, kicker he actually is, sucks. He actually kick, sucks, but he had a great game. Your kicker is your kicker is fantastic. Terrible. That was surprising. Though. A three plus fifty plus Yo, yard field goal. He's no Brandon Aubrey though, man. No, yeah, he's not, no Brandon he's Aubrey. Not. No, 
at all. But your defense played well, but you took the same exact script that the Bills did. Just you didn't do it as well. How did we take the same script? You just didn't do it as well as the Bills did. It was That's the same exact script. Run the ball, run the ball, and and get after the quarterback. The Cowboys clearly, they played an F game when it's they're like capable of I was about to say, I, that feels like every single game. <laughs> like, run the ball. Run the ball. Get after the quarterback. If you do it well, you're going to win. If you don't do it well, you're going to lose. Yeah, but the Cowboys have a plus 140 point differential or whatever it is on the season for a reason because teams can't execute that. The Bills did, and the Dolphins literally just copied what the Bills did. Now, the reason I thought the Cowboys would beat down on the Dolphins is because I thought they would bring out their A-plus game. They brought out their F game. They played the worst game, one of the worst games they've played all season, probably one of the bottom three games the Cowboys have played all year they're not going to play like that come to playoffs they're going to get up but are early. you not going to give credit to the Dolphins like it feels more like this I this said the Dolphins is- played the Dolphins played very well and their defense is really good in fact I looked at PFF right now and I'm looking at defenses in terms of defensive PFF grades the, the Dolphins are number one on the season they they're a good right we are they're brother. a good defense they're they're a damn good defense but when it came down to it when they had to make a big stop did they make a stop no Dak Prescott drove all the way down the field yeah. scored a touchdown and then guess what happened the Dolphins <laughs> Taking the Bills game script, ran down the whole fucking field and, and ran out the clock and kicked the game when it field goal. The Cowboys were weak defensively last night, or, or not last night, on Sunday, whenever it was. This is late. But they the, 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 the Dolphins took advantage of a bad Cowboys uh, execution, really, when it came to the offensive line and the defense. And, look, like I said, if you sleepwalk against the Dolphins, they can win. That's a testament to your team. You guys have a good team. If you Thank sleepwalk you so against the Dolphins, y'all will win. That's, that's, a, that's good. You guys are good. And I'm going to say you can also not sleepwalk against the Dolphins and lose against the Dolphins. That because I disagree the Dolphins with. have all three phases locked in. The Dolphins have all three phases. No, the offense wasn't the locked Dolphins- in, bro. Tua, Tua looked bad. Tua was Tua all three phases. The- all bro, Tua still threw for 284. Still outplayed that. Like, what, what are we doing here? No, no, no. Without Jalen Waddle. First of, all, first of all, Tua played better than that. He threw he threw for 293. Okay. Oh, I'm going to help sorry. you out there. And mm-hmm. his passer rating was worse than Dax. But okay. Look, 24 of 37 versus 24 of 32. Like uh, he like, had he's missing three of his offensive linemen and Jalen Waddle. What do you mean he had more yeah, help? Whose who's offensive line played better? Who who had more rush going against them? Also, I will say this. I will say this. I'm not trying to take away from the Dolphins. It was a good win for them. Like what I said, what does that it, mean? Dude, it was a really good it was a really good win for the Dolphins. But I will say Thank this you. as well. I will say this as well. The the, the NFL good. hates Micah Parsons. I don't know why. I think it's been like 38 quarters now. They haven't called a holding. The amount of pictures. That that were like screenshots that were taking mid play when two was just standing back there and there's like multiple Dolphins offensive linemen pulling on Micah Parsons. Look, I'm not saying this from one game. I'm saying this. It's been 38 consecutive quarters while Micah Parsons hasn't gotten a holding call. You're talking about one of the best defensive players in the league, one of the best defensive players we've ever seen. Can't get a holding call for 38 straight quarters. In this Dolphins game, it was clear they couldn't call that, bro. And then you call the rough in the pass or call against the against the against Micah Parsons when the Dolphins are about to score they stop them the Dolphins are going to be held to a field goal and because you call a bullshit rough in the passer call the Dolphins score a touchdown this game the Dolphins won they earned but also we got to look at these uh, as as we've said all season the refs have been bad and they were very bad in this game I will say that as well Hmm. bro this is a page out of your book Mm -hmm. you could take a screenshot a picture of any fucking offensive lineman, there will be a hold on every single picture. Yeah, but You've said that. I agree before. with that. But Micah hasn't been called for holding in 38 in 38 quarters, bro. Write a book. I don't know. Like, <laughs> exactly. what the fuck? Like, look, you guys earned the win. I, I, like I said, you guys you. earned the win. You guys Thank earned the you. win. I just want an apology. And I just want the Dolphins are a legit fucking team. That's it. The Dolphins are not something that's just going to lose in the playoffs. They're going to be no lower than the, the number two seed in the playoffs. And the Dolphins are a real fucking team. They got all three phases. They could win with all three phases. Maybe they didn't play like it against Dallas, but you could win with special teams. You can win with defense. You can win with offense. That's a recipe for win- of a Super Bowl contender. And frankly, no one has wanted to say the Dolphins are a real Super Bowl contender this whole season, except for They're your boy. Not. And bias works. They're still not. They are. The Dolphins are not the even Dolphins close. Are if you run into the Ravens right now, you lose by 40. Gonna, Good thing we're going to run into the Ravens right now, and hopefully we lose by 40 because that's also what you said against Dallas. So I'm enjoying. How, what you're saying. Stay hey. strong, Felipe. Matan, hey. I take it back. I apologize. I cut you off to allow Felipe to talk. I apologize because I should have just let you keep running because fucking Felipe, it's just, just this is 
The Dolphins' defense is underrated. Micah Parsons is one of the best players in football, and that's why he's not getting holding calls. He should be able to run get through guys because the NFL respects him so much that they think he should just be able to get past those holds. That's a spin zone. That's, that's what it is, zone. Felipe. If you think about it like right. that, he's well, just so damn respected. Well, I do think... I do think if we want to go into the referees, like if refs are going to give star treatment to offensive players, we got to give star treatment also to defensive players. I think that's a totally fair thing, and they don't. Like the double standard is crazy. Well, they that do. The problem like, is that Martin, they, they do. Like if you're looking at it the way I just said it in that logic, is like Micah Parsons is a guy who's so fucking strong and dominant that he should be able to get through the hold. Whereas like Patrick Mahomes can't protect himself at all. So if he gets touched by a freaking pinky, he's going to get the the roughing the passer. But I don't code. think that's fair. That's good. It's not fair. The NFL is always and will always and continues to favor the offense. Always. It's impossible to play defense in this league. You, everything's a pass interference. About? Everything's a hold. Everything's a roughing the passer. Like I, I agree. But other players, other players of Micah's caliber, like Micah Parsons, like TJ Watt, like uh, other guys, Nick Bosa, yeah. they're getting these holding calls four or five times a game. The Dolphins were getting it. Like, they were getting these holding calls. Micah Parsons, the best player on the field, can't get a call. So I'm just saying we got to look into that. If we're, if we're NFL officials, we got to look into this. Like, why don't we like Micah Parsons? Is it because he's from Pennsylvania? I understand that because we don't like people from Pennsylvania. But <laughs> he's not from Texas, so I understand that. But we, we got to look into that. Hey, Dolphins are a good team. They're going to get smacked by the Ravens. If you would like to make a bet right now, about this Ravens Dolphins game. Yeah, I'll take plus 40. Let's take money line. You think the Dolphins will beat the Ravens? Let's, let's make a bet. If you are so, hold on, you can't go from they're going to smack them by 40 to let's just take not, money line. Like, you got to feel confident in some spread if that's, if you're that confident. Hold on, let's look at this. Right now. I can look up the spread right now. I'm going to look at the spread right now. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's peep. Week 17, Baltimore minus three and a half. All right, take it. I'm taking the, I'm taking the minus three and a half. Okay, what do you want to do? What do you want to put on it? Uh, you give me your dog. <laughs> oh yeah, but you got you, you to continue to pay for it. 50%. <laughs> nah, I, I don't Cut know. What, what, do you, what do you want to do, do, bro? I, I don't know. I don't know. You want me to fucking make some... I don't fucking know. All, here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. And I'll, I, I don't know what well, I can do on your side. I'm trying to think. I would say on your side, I would love for you, if the Dolphins happen to win, to figure out why you need to make that case as to why Tua Tungavailoa is a better quarterback than not only Brock, but someone that deserves to be within that top five in the offseason. Okay, arguing Tua is better than Brock is not that hard, Adam. <laughs> yeah, what do you I mean? He put that. Brock in there. Okay, well, that's but, fine, but like... But, there's, but they're close, though. They're very close. Yeah. But that's my point. I don't think they're that close. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. I don't know. We'll hey, figure hey, it out. Hey, we'll, we'll think about dolphins. it this week. We'll think about it this week. So listen. I'll take my dolphins. It's okay. You know what? I'd rather lurk in the shadows. I don't. I want us to earn that respect. It's the first team that we've beat above 500. I get it. Right. I, this is the great. This is good the for you. I'm very test. happy for you. And thank you so much. And frankly, I don't even give a fuck what happens. We got to beat the Bills in Week 18. Give me the division because I got it at plus like fucking 285 or 310, whatever it was in the offseason before we got Jalen Ramsey. And you know there's $1,100 also on this Dolphins team to win the division. So, please, just get it over with. Can we talk about Mahomes? Well, really quick, I do, I do want to. just We just talked about two huge games where I think before this week, everyone thought the NFC was the top heavy in the NFL. Ooh, but both the AFC me. teams beat yeah, those. Sexed me. Both of the two best AFC teams just beat the two best NFC teams. Uh, is it time to start putting respect on the AFC? Is the AFC actually no. the better side of this of this NFL, the better no, conference in the NFL? One, no, there's one great team in the AFC, and it's the Baltimore Ravens. The NFC still has, I would say, three great teams. I still think that Cowboys, Niners, and Eagles are three great teams. And I think they're all, all three of those are better than, after the Ravens, they're all three better than any other, what, the Bills, I guess, are the second best team in the AFC. And then after that, probably Miami and maybe the Chiefs. I still think that the NFC, the th those three teams in the NFC are better. I do think that it's. We get Jack back. What is I think that. <laughs> I do think that there's not as many good teams on either side. I think the NFL is in a bad place right now. There's not that many great teams. Like whereas in the past, I I think we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of great teams. Uh, oh, there's but, there's like there's five there like five teams at the top, two in the AFC at their top, three in the top of the NFC. It's like finally like we have all this parity. But we've have all this parity. There's, I think I saw a stat that was like 24 teams heading into the final two weeks have a chance to make the playoffs. Like 
That's, that's all. Like, there's, but but what I'm saying too is I don't need like any team could. I'd rather see the NFL like this than to have two heavyweights and just shoe in the same way we did with the Chiefs and the Eagles last year. I'd rather have it today the way the NFL is, where there's teams that can make a run and do anything versus two heavyweights that are just going to be the one seed and go to the championship. No, but my point that. is, I, I agree with that. But my point is that those, uh, forget the heavyweights, like in 2007 when the Giants won a Super Bowl, like they're not one of the heavyweights, but they're, what were they, like the sixth seed or something like that? They still can beat any team, and they did. They went to go win a Super Bowl. None of these teams outside of the top, couple teams in the NFC and AFC have a chance to win shit. They all suck. Whereas in the past, outside of, you could say like in the past, let's say the Patriots are heavyweights and the Colts are heavyweights and the Steelers. Every other team that made the playoffs still have a shot to go win it. And this year, it's not like that. You only have the Ravens, really, and the Bills maybe in the AFC and the NFC. It's still those top three teams. The Nobody's believing in the Lions. Felipe, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I, I, I can't speak because I don't have any. I, I can't speak. But, like, I guarantee you if we went back and watched a bunch of NFL analysts in 2007, people were saying the Giants had zero shot at anything. Zero shot. They were 9-7, and 9-6, and six, whatever it was. No, 9-7, and seven, right? They had no chance. The fucking, the, the, who was good then? The Steelers, the Packers, the Patriots, whoever it was. Like, those were the guys that were like, these are the only, I, there were NFL heads just like we are talking about this situation saying, there's only three teams that have a chance. There's only five teams that have a chance of winning the Super Bowl, and that's these five teams. So How are you not mentioning the Dolphins? In that? We're not mentioning, mentioning the 10-5 and five Browns. They have the best defense in the NFL still, right? Like, yeah, why aren't we talking about those guys? They have a chance to beat anyone at any week because they could just turn up. Who knows? Bro, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for, like, you talking about the Cowboys. I respect the top three in the NFC, but you can't put the Cowboys in that top three in the NFC and not put the Dolphins in the top two or three in the AFC. That's just, you want to talk disrespect. I did. I said they could be third Don't. after the Ravens and Bills. That's top three. That's three. One, this two, three. The Dolphins, the Dolphins, to me, are, are as good as the, the two NFC heavyweights, to me. They have 11 wins. Thank you. They have 11 wins. And if we look at wins, Felipe's yeah, power yeah, rankings have always counted in, have always counted, been calculated by wins, right? And, who has and, who has that punch power and who has the wins? The Dolphins. And and how many teams in this top five or these heavyweights have more than one MVP candidate? That's true. Good That's point. True. And they did the just Niners. beat of what you say Felipe is a great team in the Dallas Cowboys. So the you got all the things to back defense. up. The Dolphins have a. 4,000-yard passer, a 1,000-yard rusher, and 2,000-yard receivers. This Dolphins team is fucking legit. You better fucking name it. And them. a running back with 22 right touchdowns, right? Doesn't he have, like, fucking... Yeah. Yeah. Who's 31? Yeah. Adam, you're in a great position because this year, this week you're playing the Ravens, the week after you're playing the Bills. Those are the two best teams, in my opinion, in the AFC right now. You have a, go, you have a chance to go say, you go prove that you're better than both of those teams. But let me but ask you a question. Until if then, I, I don't think you're Ravens, enough. If I lose to the Ravens and I lose and I beat the Bills, like, are you going to keep that same energy? You're going to be like, no, the Bills are still the better team. Well, and also, Felipe, I you say that the Cowboys are better than the Dolphins, but they just beat the Cowboys. Yeah, so, but then let me go back to what I said earlier, that the Cowboys came out with an F game. They played an F oh, game. God. And so we, the, the Dolphins played well. The Cowboys played bad. I don't know if the Cowboys are going to play this bad the rest of the season. If they do, if I could say, if, if we could guarantee that the Cowboys play this bad, just like they have with the, against the Bills and against the Dolphins for the rest of the year, then yeah, the Dolphins, the Lions are better than the Cowboys. Bro, but I, don't think, the I don't think came this out game, game. It represents who they are. I don't think this game represents who they are. The same way it's with, same the, with Niners. the Dolphins. <laughs> what? No, the Dolphins didn't play an A game. They played well. They played well, the but not great. I think the Dolphins played like a C plus B minus game. Well, they played a much better game than the Cowboys did, no? It's easy for to sure. do that when you have an F game, according yeah. to you. Yeah, so that's why I say that. Yeah, but I so so if the Ravens come out and have an F game, but the Dolphins win, then it's no credit to the Dolphins. It's not. It's no credit to oh, the Dolphins had trends. a good defense and the Dolphins played really well on offense. Like then we have to start looking at trends. At that point, we got to start looking at trends, which I'm doing right now because I'm looking at the Cowboys, what they did against the Bills. The Dolphins did the same exact thing. So it's a trend yeah, on the Cowboys now. If if right, the Bills did what you guys did ten times better. That's why they beat us by double digits, bro. You gotta understand that. You only beat us by two. You only beat us by two. So they did what you guys did much better, but you guys took the same exact script. But if this if it happens next week against the Ravens, then you got then it's a trend, and then then you start giving Josh the Allen the threw Dolphins the ball won their first team times. This was the Dolphins' first win. This was the, this was the Dolphins' first win against oh, of above five hundred team. What I can't look at that? that like, bro. Uh, bro, uh, what is it? A broken clock is right twice a day. 
like they won one game against an above 500 team. Can they do make it two? We'll see. If it, if that's I'm the case, if that's the case, saying? then yeah, you start giving the Dolphins more respect. I, I'm with you, but you said they followed the trend. Josh Allen threw the ball 13 times. Tua threw the ball 37 times. The the that's Bills fair. ran for like 200 yards on the ground. The but Dolphins how, ran for 900. How, that ain't the same script. Yeah, but they how did you beat? Game. How did you beat us though? With Jason Sanders and defense. Right. We didn't. The offense was shit. What 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 pairs very well with the great defense? Time of possession, running the ball. You guys threw the ball, but what I'm saying is your knockout punches were by running. Your knockout punches were straight running the ball. Like that's how you guys knocked us out. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, the Dolphins are a great team. I don't want like if the Cowboys keep playing like this, they're not as good as we thought, and the Dolphins keep playing like this, they're better than we thought. We'll see in the next couple Bro, of weeks. The Dolphins had less time of possession than you guys. If the Dolphins can beat the Ravens <laughs> next week, if you guys beat the – bro, I got to keep saying the same thing 10 times over. Go win the next few games. Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm gonna I get it. I get it. All I I'm saying it. is I'm it was a big statement week for the AFC. People are sleeping on those top two seeds in the AFC, and it's just saying that the NFC is the are the, uh, old, the only heavy hitters, and the AFC was the, the uh, got the wins this week. So That's true. They did. I feel like we got to talk about Mahomes. Talk about Mahomes, Adam. What would you like to say about Patrick Mahomes? I don't fucking know. Mahomes stinks. He's the bottom thirty-two quarterback in the NFL. I don't. I don't know. But like the Chiefs stink. The Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs generally are getting worse at the at the like the worst time. The Chiefs yeah. are a team that, as I said weeks ago, the Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes for granted. Not even Patrick Mahomes can perform well with subpar wide receivers. And frankly, it was very similar. And they had Juju there, and I understand that. But Juju, like, was a middle-of-the-path wide receiver that would have complimented them very, very well. They could have got D-Hop. They could have went out and traded for someone, but they took it for granted. And frankly, Travis Kelsey looks like he lost a step. And as we talked about in the fantasy episode, it looks like because of the hickey that's on him, if it's a hickey, if it's not. Did he have a so hickey? Yes, a hickey. Oh, We're going to go with it. Taylor, you dog. Taylor Swift sucked the life out of him. And frankly, Taylor does, based off of her music, look like the type of person that does still give hickeys. Oh, yeah. Which is also slightly concerning. Oh, yeah. But so misogynistic. Dude, that was bad, dude. Adam's you're never going to say another word on this episode. <laughs> he has no Same. idea. He has no idea if it is or not. He's just he's nervous I, now. He doesn't know what is and what isn't. I'm playing, dude. I'm playing. Keep going. Dude, it uh, doesn't like she just she feels immature. And it wow, feels like an immature practice. You keep going farther down the line. <laughs> Unbelievable. You don't think women have the capacity to be mature? <laughs> no, I don't think Taylor does. <laughs> That's unbelievable, bro. Jesus. The way this whole relationship went down with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, none of this is none of this is surprising to me. And you're saying it's all it Taylor's fault. I'm saying that Taylor's been at all these games, and the Chiefs have looked awful. So yes, it is Taylor Swift's Ooh. fault that the Chiefs fucking suck. So the downfall of the Chiefs is because of Taylor Swift. Yes, exactly. because she's they a woman. Because she's a woman. I didn't say that. You implied <laughs> okay. that. But what if she was a man? Love wins. Love wins. <laughs> in that case, love wins. In that case, love wins. I, I think, I, I, again, I don't, like, I can't. There is no reason that Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs should lose to the Las Vegas Raiders yeah. with Aiden O'Fucking Connell throwing maybe 20 throws. I don't even think from the second half, I saw a stat that was, like, in the second quarter on to, like, the late fourth, he didn't complete a single pass. Until like, when, sorry, no you, reason. you cut out? The second quarter to like the late fourth, like I think he had to make one throw. Maybe it was like from the second quarter on, he didn't even have to complete a pass. But like, there's no reason that the Chiefs should have lost that game. The Chiefs, like, it's time to start worrying about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, guess, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I just think the the complaints with Mahomes is blown out of proportion. Like, obviously, he's he's angry. Like when they're losing, they're playing bad. He's mad. We've seen, dude. Tom Brady was the biggest crybaby of all time. That's like true. every fucking week, he was crying on the sideline. He was throwing fits. He was yelling at his coaches. So, like, the thing now, like, oh, we got to – if, like, Mahomes, like, he gets treatment that other quarterbacks don't. Like, no, we gave Brady this treatment his whole career. He's are he Brady earned the treatment, he, or I guess he earned the pass, and so has Mahomes. So, I'm not exactly. I'm not buying all the, the shitting on Mahomes thing, but I, I do think well, that they, they, they are Mahomes. getting worse. I know. I'm just talking about the topic of conversation. Like, everybody – like, if you've been on Twitter, yeah, like, yeah. everybody's trying to say, like, oh, like, this special treatment that Mahomes gets. Look at him on the sideline. If it was any other quarterback – like no, Peyton, like Tom Brady was doing that his whole career. So 
Um, yeah, and I do also, think the, the same, looking bad at the wrong time. The same thing goes to also just like putting him as the number one quarterback in the NFL. Of like, he gets his pass because he's proven himself. It doesn't matter yeah. how he's playing right now. You could yeah. say Lamar Jackson, you could say Josh Allen, you could say fucking Brock Purdy, too, or whatever. Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in football, and there's no yeah. argument to it, whether he's playing bad I or not. Agree. Agree, but naturally, this, this type of year is going to hurt that argument. Like, hurt that argument because he need he also need. It, I, I he's just still the best hands down. It's not even a question. I'm yeah. just saying. We argued that he doesn't need the help as much as he did, and frankly, this year, now Kelsey's been bad, but he he needs the help, and it goes he, to show that every so, fucking quarterback needs help. Is that racial, Adam? You say the help is that racial? It's pop. I mean, again, maybe. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Dude, you, I just you go to Florida and you become all type of a prejudice, bro. What are you doing? Like, it, it's it, I, Travis Kelsey is like, I, I can't fathom what is going on in Kansas City because I got into this argument the other day that, like, I don't believe defense can win championships anymore in the NFL. I think it can get you there. But unless you have an offense that can match your defense, an offense that can put up similar to the Ravens just did, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, clearly where they were able to win defense and then score enough. Like, I don't think you can win in today's NFL with just a defense. And I think that that's what the Chiefs were banking on going into the season. Patrick Mahomes and a defense. And that defense at some point, which we saw with fucking like the Jets, right, where we said early on, this Jets team isn't going to take them to the playoffs just because they're defense. You're going to need an offense to win you some games. Yeah. And right now, not even the offense can win you some games. So I'll go back to the take I said weeks ago is that the Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes for granted. They put all that money, invested everything into that defense. Defense was fantastic, but they're not going to win you every game. And I don't think you can win with just a defense in today's NFL. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you can win with just a defense and one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live. So I think they're fine. I I think, like, look, they they could win a couple games in the playoffs. They're going to make it to the AFC Championship game. And then it comes down to that. At that point, I'm going to trust the big, big time players to make big time plays in big time games. And Mahomes can do that. And other quarterbacks in the AFC, like Lamar has one playoff win. Josh Allen has played well in the playoffs, but they haven't had that big, big win in the playoffs yet. So I, st- I would still lean on Mahomes. I think they could still win this year. And I'm not overreacting. Like last year, they had no help on offense uh, outside of Travis Kelsey, and they still did their thing. So do you? I, I think. No, I think you have to worry. It's going to be the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career that he's going to play a playoff game on the road. Like, there is some concern. Now, granted, if there's there's any quarterback that can overcome it, it's obviously Patrick Mahomes. But to say you're not worried at all, I think, is is pretty ridiculous. Patrick Mahomes, the way they played, they just lost to the Raiders at home. And not just lost. Their asses kicked, though. They got their asses handed to them. And without even an offense having to do much, they just ran the ball. Samir White ran down that throat. And the defense is – Pause that. Play. That defense has been a team that has kept them there. So that's why I'm just saying, like, I don't think – defense can maybe get you there, right? You could win some games with them, but they're not going to win it all because of the defense. Do you – I, I want to go through this really quickly because we're going to wrap up in a minute, but I, yeah. I want to predict the playoffs as it stands right now. Mm. I have the bracket in front of me. I have all the seeding as it is right now after week 16, the NFL playoffs. We're going to predict what the outcomes will be. It's interesting because, Felipe, you just said that the Chiefs, you think, could make the AFC championship. Yeah. So we're, I, it just that got me thinking. You know, let's, let's, yeah, look at what, yeah. let's look at what that road could look like. Right now, Baltimore and, and San Francisco are the two one seeds, so they're going to get the bye. Uh, the first matchup I see here is Cleveland at Jacksonville. Who wins that game? Cleveland. Cleveland. All right. I don't think as of right now, like this this Jacksonville team is we we're not gonna talk we're not gonna talk about them because we've been going for an hour. But this Jacksonville team is I'm more worried about the Jags than I am about the Chiefs. That's for yeah. damn sure. Yep. Uh, the next AFC game is Buffalo and Kansas City, at Kansas City. <laughs> so like, I'm taking. Are we sure? I'm are we wild. are we so sure the Chiefs can make it to the AFC Championship right now? The no, Chiefs. No, I'm not. No, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure at all. Yeah. I'm saying they could. They could, but. That game, that would be a crazy wild card game. That's an insane wild card game. I would take – I'd probably take the Bills. I might take the Chiefs only because the Bills won the first time. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's my that theory. Just so. like, yeah, it can go either way. So, damn. Last one that's the, a toss. Last one in the AFC is Indianapolis Dolphins. at Miami. Dolphins. <laughs> Felipe, Felipe. Felipe is thinking Felipe. about it. No, yes. Okay, the same thing. The Colts could win, but they're not going to. Yeah. The Dolphins will win that game. That's probably. I don't know. I saw them lose to the Titans, so I. But yeah, 
Probably, you're right. All right, in the NFC, we got Dallas at Tampa Bay. At Tampa Bay. Yeah, Dallas. 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 And then Rams at Lions. Uh, I don't know. That's an interesting I one. I, I kind of like the Rams. Me too. But Rams cool. at Lions. I'm going to yeah. take coaching. I'm, I'm going to take the Rams in a shootout, honestly. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that'd be fun. And then last one in the NFC, the Battle of the Birds, Seattle at Philly. Philly. Yeah, you got to take Philly. Can we keep going? Are we going to keep going? Right, yeah, I got to think about it. So wait, so who plays who then, right? Who does the one seed play, the winner of? One would play the top, which would be the... the one would play... Bucks. Bucks just played who again? Bucks Dallas. Who's the seven seed in the playoffs? Uh, this on Seattle, Seattle and Indy. So it would be it would be Ravens, Indi- Ravens, Dolphins. Ravens. No, the Ravens and the Dolphins wouldn't play. One and two wouldn't play. Oh, d- does it depend who wins? Is it, it would not- be low. Yeah, Ravens would lows, play. Lows, Ravens lows. would play the Bills if the yeah. Ravens won. Okay, so Ravens, Bills. Ravens- yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Ravens, Bills. Or no, the Ravens would play the Browns. The Ravens would play the Browns, right? The Bills are six, and the oh, Browns the are, are five. Six, yeah. So I guess for Felipe, because he took the Bills, we'll say the Bills. Yeah. Just like even though I took the Chiefs, I'll say the Bills. Sure, sure. Okay. So for the sake of it, Ravens versus Bills, I don't fucking know. That's a toss-up, bro. Yeah, I'm going Ravens. They're more complete. I'm yeah, gonna go right, I would go Ravens as well. Just for the sake of it, I'll go, I'll go Buffalo. All right. I mean, yeah, I think it's a toss-up. And then it would be Miami-Cleveland. I got to go Miami still. Yeah. That's also a because toss-up. Because it's at home. That's, because that's it's a hard home. one. This I feel more confident in uh, Miami. I'm going to go Miami. All right. And then Miami. Uh, can we, for the sake of either, all right, I don't care. Miami, ball. let's just get start, keep stick with the AFC. Sure. Miami versus Baltimore or Buffalo. Sure. That's crazy. One. I'm just, yeah. man, this playoffs already look electric. I just can't see Cleveland going to the AFC championship. That's just Same. not going to happen. Same. Not with, not with Joe Flacco. So at this point, it's Miami, Adams. So Adams. Miami versus Baltimore, then, I mean, I, clearly I got Baltimore, obviously. Clearly I got Miami, so we're <laughs> baddest fans still. Right, so Miami to the Super Bowl, according to Adam, and, and Baltimore to the Super Bowl. Okay, how about Tom, the NFC? Gotta we got to do the NFC now. Yeah, we got to do Tom, the NFC. Tom, Fr- Tom, break the tie. Oh, I, I'm taking Baltimore, sorry. Fuck, okay. I, I got to take Baltimore. For the record, I tweeted out a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I had a dream the other night that Miami ends up losing to Baltimore. And then they will beat Buffalo. They go into Baltimore for the AFC Championship, and, and my dream ended there. I, I well, no, I, I woke up. I don't know what happened, but I guess that's what happened. So. <laughs> I'm glad you woke it'll up. Have to play out. Um, in yeah. the NFC, we got San Francisco versus, I guess, the Rams, right? Because they're the sixth seed, and we had the Rams winning. <sighs> so do, do, I'm gonna we have winning, like, it, wait, it's the 49, uh, 49 Oh yeah, you're right. 49ers, I, Rams. Niners. I'll take the Niners over the Rams. Same. I'll take the Niners too, but like if the Rams happen to lose no. next week, it would no. not shock me if somehow something weird happens. Because if they can't stay healthy, we've seen like injuries yeah. affect the Niners more than yeah. any other team. I'll yeah, take the yeah, Niners yeah. for this argument. All right, and then then uh, NFC East divisional matchup: Cowboys, Eagles. Yeah, I'll take oh. Dallas. Dallas much better. <sighs> That's so hard. I in Philly, want it I'm to taking be Dallas, Eagles. but I think it's it Dallas. I'm yeah. I'm taking the Eagles. I think I I think I have to take Dallas. I really really hope it's not either. Can they both lose? Tie. They Dallas both nine, Dallas nine and four against the Eagles. Yeah, I'm gonna or take Dak. Dak. I'll nine. take Dallas, and then it's Niners Cowboys. Yeah, that man. It depends on injuries. Uh, fully healthy, I'm gonna take Niners. Uh, yeah. Injuries on the Niners side, I'm gonna take Cowboys. What about injuries on the Cowboys side? I'm gonna take Niners. Yeah, I'm going to take Niners. Niners. So we're it's looking easy. at a Niners-Ravens Super Bowl. And the Niners win the Super Bowl rematch. Mm, yeah, uh, I mean. Mm. <sighs> How great would it be for Lamar to win his second MVP and then go win a Super Bowl and go win a Super Bowl MVP as well? And then I we got to talk about Lamar. If that happens, we got to talk about Lamar as one of the most electric athletes of all time. I will say the yes. there is that 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 theory about the coloring of the Super Bowl text. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the coloring is is usually the teams in the Super Bowl, and it is. Oh, it is. Ravens I have purple. it on my computer. It is. It, it is, is Ravens purple, purple and it is Ed. certainly red for the the Forty ers So interesting. Quite certainly, we just got it right. 
Talk about I the will script. say, though, if, if Lamar happens to win the MVP and even goes to the AFC Championship, I don't even think he needs to win it all. Like, I'm so excited to see the discourse around putting Lamar within that top three because at that point, we had then been putting Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Like, Lamar had always been hovering around there, but he hadn't had he hadn't had the MVP since 2019. And then he goes on, wins the MVP, and then puts together a performance where Joe Burrow obviously went to the AFC Championship and, and Josh Allen has gotten close, like these guys that have gone there. Well, now he has the accolades over all of them, and it'd be fun to put Josh – you know, it'd be fun to say that Lamar is arguably the second or third best quarterback in the league, hands down. So, yeah, I think I we could have been – I'm excited for everyone to hop on board to that because I think we could have been yeah. saying that already. But whenever I would bring up Lamar MVP to say, oh, that was 2019. But after 2019, he won a playoff game. So that's an evolution right there. And well, then you got to look that. at the next two years. One of those years, he got hurt. He didn't play. So I, I think the criticism of Lamar isn't fair, especially compared to other quarterbacks. And if he wins a second MVP, then you're talking about like a guy like Joe Burrow who has zero MVPs, yeah. zero oh, MVP yeah. candidate well, you know, seasons. You know why? It's because he's... Black. A woman. I knew you were going to say nope, that. No, a woman. Oh. Mm. You because fucking, well, I, fucking I racist. Go you fucking racist. No, I think... What do you mean? I think NFL fans are fucking racist. What do you they mean? They are. I a lot of them are. A lot of them no are. One wants to, bro, are. I got into this argument yesterday. Like, people don't want to give credit to Lamar. No one wants this Russian quarterback. Like, if he went to another MVP and at least just gets to the AFC Championship, you better put fucking respect on his name. Bro. Bullshit. Sex. Yo, did you guys see... You probably didn't. This happened at, like, 1.30 in the morning last night. Marlon Humphrey went live on Instagram last night on the Ravens oh, plane. Yeah. And, oh, and no. it was hilarious. Felipe, you saw one clip because it was um, Kyle Hamilton saying, like, I'm on the black team, like the all black team. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. So yeah. he, I was watching that live, bro, in bed, like at literally oh, 1.30 okay. in the morning. They're on the plane. And Marlon Humphrey's like, he's a goon, man. He's, he's just like goofing around, going to every yeah. player on the team. The, he goes pop. around. He goes to Kyle Hamilton. He's like, he's like, if you have two more games like this, I think they're talking DPOY. And he's like, and Kyle Hamilton's like, nah, I don't know about that. But, uh, yeah. and and he goes to he went to Zay Flowers who was wearing this goofy outfit. He went to Lamar, and uh, I don't know. He was talking to Kyle Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy was like, he was like, let me ask you a question, Marlon. And, and uh, Humphrey's like, yeah, what? He was like, how did it feel to to like get absolutely rocked by Debo Samuel? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, man, I should have remembered that that guy is thick. Yeah, he's thick as he shit. He is thick. Pause, play. Yeah. Resume. Oh, Absolutely yeah. stay resumed. Just keep going. It was, the whole thing was, it was very. I wouldn't bad. know. I'm just, that's, I figured. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I would. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I guess Jack's not joining, but uh, if I were him, I wouldn't join either because, I mean, my quarterback would just, just threw four, four interceptions. So, there's no reason to join and try to defend yourself. Yeah. For yeah. Well, the, the, yeah. Just the context around Brock is like, it just, I'm all for supporting Brock, and I think he's a damn good quarterback. I think he's a franchise quarterback. Like, you have your guy, and you're going to win the Super Bowl because of him as well if he plays well. But mm -hmm. this hurts every single argument that Jack's ever made, which is, like, you just – he's not playing well in the system. And he the system when sucked. The system failed him. And when yep. the system doesn't work, he's also going to fail. And when the, yak is, when the yak is gone, the Jack is gone. <gasps> Ooh. Mic drop. Yeah. I was going to read a tweet that Jack just tweeted like not even an hour oh, ago. He I said, end it. of the day, I don't give a flying fuck if Brock Purdy wins MVP or not. Just need my boy to bounce back so we can win that Lombardi. Ultimately, that is what yeah. it's all about. So who cares? Yes. That is, yes. That is what it's all about. He's right. What an MVP. MVP is nice. MVP is nice. The point isn't that. The point is that it goes against his argument. So That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Well, we got to wrap up here. Yep. Absolute pleasure, fellas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'll see you guys mm. later this week. On, Merry on Christmas. Love you. Zoom. Miss you. Thanks for listening to the Caps Off Podcast. See you next time. Peace. Bye. The Caps Off Podcast is brought to you by The Game Day. Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Perotti, and Matan Mann. Check out our socials at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube at the link in the description if you want to see more content and watch our videos. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.